You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Meredith Dawes and Irina Koifman on with us. Uh, welcome, guys. Thanks so much for coming today. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So Meredith and Irina run a chronic care management program, um, but I understand that you guys met, um, you didn't always know each other. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So why don't you tell me, let's start, Meredith, with you and give me a little bit of background of, of you as a nurse, and then we'll, you know, kind of, come, we'll ask Irina, and then we'll connect the two of you together, how you got found each other. Okay, so I came into chronic care management, kind of, um, you know, it just kind of fell in my lap. And 10 years ago, I suffered an injury, which took me away from my job at the surgical ICU. I think I would have lived and died there. I loved ICU care so much. Um, and I was really sad when I couldn't do that kind of work anymore. Um, over for the next, you know, five to six years, I worked with pain management patients. Um, it was very taxing on me. I felt like I was reliving my, my nightmare day in, day out. And I did that for several years. And then I learned about chronic care management. And it was a lot of what I was doing for pain management doctors. And I could actually make more of a business of it for myself and actually earn a better living. So that's kind of how I got into chronic care management. So Irina, how about you? What, what kind of nurse have you been um, over the years? And how did you get into chronic care management? Hi, thanks everybody. So my story is a bit long and I'm not gonna start from a very beginning, but um, essentially I'm a nurse practitioner. And when I left my um, last job, when I was vice president of clinical services um, over at a large insurance company, I decided that I wanted to go back and, and start seeing patients um, at home. I mostly see chronically um, homebound patients. And I very fast, I recognize I'm an entrepreneur Katie, you know, just like you and like Meredith. So I'm always looking for opportunities. And every time, you know, nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors, when we do things um, and we feel like we're not getting paid for it, you know, we, we, we tend to rush because there's so much that we need to do, you know, for our patients. And I was like, that's not right. You know, something needs to, there, I'm sure there is some, you know, some possibility for us to get paid for all the things that we do outside of the visits. And I searched and I found that Medicare started paying for chronic care management, uh, which is really everything that I told you, everything that we do outside of the office visits. So conversations with patients, with their caregivers, calling pharmacy, getting pre-authorizations, ordering DME, um, you know, there's few stipulations of what you cannot bill for, but most of the things that we do, again, outside of the office visits, it's being built or as a chronic care management, but you know, there are some things that needed to be done like a care plan and it's not, you can't just, you know, bill a CPT code and get paid, which I'm sure you could, but then Medicare will come and, and, and ask you for paperwork. So I'm very, you know, I'm always like clean, you know, dot the I's and, you know, cross the teeth for Medicare. So I started doing that. And in conversations with my fellow nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors, like nobody knew about chronic care management. So I'm like, 
look, let me, you know, let me start telling you and teaching you. And, and I did a lot of that just as a, you know, good faith and, you know, paying back to my community, just, you know, all these free webinars and letting people know. And um, quickly, I recognized that there is a need for uh, providers like nurse practitioners and doctors to understand and do chronic care management, but also majority of them don't have time or uh, resources to do it themselves because they have to hire somebody to do it um, if they're doing it on a big scale. So this is where nurses come in, where they can do that as their own business. You know, nurse can open a company and start doing CCM for, you know, doctor or doctors. And this is what, you know, Meredith does. And we kind of, you know, met, met Meredith through, through you actually, Katie, because we were both in um, nursepreneur um, uh, land or, or, or swim lane, you know, all swimming in the nursepreneur sea. We found each other and we recognized that we have um, really great combined experience running CCM, but from like two different perspectives, which is great. Um, and, you know, came and together and developed the course for nurses, you know, NPs, whoever wants to do it. It's not really targeted towards a particular, let's say, profession. You can be an LPN or, um, you know, even an MA, but, you know, somebody wants to do it as a business or learn to maybe get ahead in their jobs. Because some of the nurses that took our courses really did not, did not go into the business, but they were able to maybe, you know, almost like de develop their own job description and come to their bosses and say, look, have you heard about CCM? You know, we can get paid for it. I can establish it. I know I took the class. So the opportunities, you know, are there and, and Meredith and I cannot be happy to be able to bring that to our, you know, nurses and, and you know, other healthcare professionals, because again, it's very untapped territory. Uh, CCM is growing. There's a lot more money into it every year. Um, and Medicare is really asking providers to do it. So it's not one of those things where, um, you know, I used to own a DME and I'm sure you guys heard about the, like the um, wheelchair stores and, you know, that they all went to jail because instead of taking a billing for an electrical wheelchair, they would like unbundle it and bill for four different wheels and joystick and this and that. And so like this business is not it. This is where Medicare is actually asking everybody. They're like, guys, do this more because patients have better, um, a better uh, quality of life, you know, they spend less money, doctors like it. And, and so overall, it's a great, great idea. Yeah, uh, and I'm just going to say that um, I knew how you guys met, and it was just a shameless plug for the nursepreneurs <laughs> community <laughs> to put that out there. So if you guys are out there thinking, like, how do I start a business or where do I go? Um, definitely, um, you want to be in the community to meet people like so Meredith and, and Irina meeting each other working together and bringing uh, two different um, you know sides of the coin here because Meredith if you want to talk a little bit so Irina is a nurse practitioner and you know we get a lot of nurses that are like well can I do this as a nurse and how have you found that? Absolutely I believe that chronic care management really belongs in the hands of a nurse um, who better to coordinate the care for the patients, you know, than the nurse. You're coordinating all the care outside of the doctor's office visit. Um, some of, we've had some challenges, um, you know, the marketing that we do work diligently with the nurses on how to, you know, come to the doctors and, you know, present CCM to them and explain all the benefits that they're going to receive with you know, signing up with you and having, having you do this for them. So that has been 
a challenge, but a challenge that we are crossing over that hurdle. So I am happy to say that, um, you know, that was the biggest challenge for some of the nurses was the marketing, but I think um, we are crossing over that hurdle with some success. All right. So just so that I understand and, and the audience understands with chronic care management, um, you are basically taking a program that already exists that Medicare has put out uh, and you are approaching doctors or doctor's offices and saying, hey, why don't you have this program? Um, is that is that yes. fair to say? Okay. Uh, and wh what is what are some of the answers that you get? What are what do people say to you? And how receptive are they to this? Um, the doc, the physicians, once we get to the physicians, are very receptive. Um, primary care is at their breaking point right now. There's a lot of primary care physicians that are no longer taking patients. I mean, their lists are long and endless, and they only get to spend, like Irina said, about 11 minutes per patient. So with your chronic care patient, it's very hard to discuss everything you need to discuss with that patient and take care of everything you need to take care of in that 11 minute window. So that's where chronic care management can come in and really coordinate all of that care that needs to be done with that patient. Yeah, we literally have just done 11 minutes of this podcast and I, would, <laughs> I can't imagine that being my chronic care visit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, just to be fair, it's not all, you know, not every doctor is waiting for the nurse to come in and, and save the day. There are, you know, many that physicians uh, that are working in the large systems and they don't have a say in it. Um, you know, there are healthcare qualified centers that, you know, do their own TCM. So it, it's not like every doctor is waiting for you, but as you know, Meredith and I always say, you need one, literally one doctor. Usually one primary care uh, practitioner has about 25 to 3000 patient population. Um, at least 60% of them are Medicare. 70% of those have two or more chronic conditions. So, you know, math quickly works out that with one doctor, one nurse can easily have anywhere between 300 and 500 patients, which is truly a full-time caseload where A, you make six-figure income, B, you're helping, you know, one doctor and you're helping a lot of patients. So, you know, some nurses come to us and they're like, we have this goal, you know, I want to have, I want to hire a hundred nurses by the end of the year. Like it is all doable if you work, you know, you really need to like narrow it down to, you know, first steps. The first steps is you have to learn about the program because it's not, Katie, um, it's not like, let's say CDC has a diabetic program, like here's your diabetic prevention program or smoking cessation, where you physically take all of the information that they gave you and you implement it. With Medicare, it's a little different. They give you guidelines. They'll say, like, these are the codes that you can bill. These are the things that you have to have for each code. And then you basically have to interpret everything yourself. You have to come up, when Medicare says you have to have a care plan, and care plan must include A, B, C, D, E, and F, they're not giving you care plan. They're just giving you guidelines. So this is where we come in. We develop the care plan template. We are, you know, we do the, you know, billing um, and coding kind of the the overview. We explain what kind of patients benefit from the program. How do you pull the list? You can't just so you're gonna go to the doctor and say I want to do this, and doctor will say great. Katie, go ahead and start tomorrow. And your question is, well, wh what do I do? How do I start? Like, what kind of patients do I pull? Like, so you know. We give all that information in a bite size, bite um, size chunks. You know, everything is in modules. Um, they can nurses can watch it. They 
they read it, they have all the um, downloadables, they also watch our videos where we talk about things. But then we have a live um, coaching call, four calls once a week. So like, you know, it's a four week program um, and where nurses will come in and, you know, ask us any questions, we'll go through scenarios. A lot of times we kind of brainstorm, they'll say, look, I called this doctor, he told me this and that, like, what's my next step? Um, so we don't want to reteach the courses during the coaching call because that's not good, you know, use of anybody's time. So we we are looking for somebody who is entrepreneur, who wants to either learn it just for their own sake or they want to do it as a business, but somebody who's going to do the work. Like this is not, you know, don't make a mistake of you're going to buy the course and four weeks later you have a business. Like we are giving all the tools, but you have to do the work and it's a lot of work. But at the end, like both Meredith and I can say, it's very rewarding, it's very lucrative, uh, but work must be done. So we are looking for hardworking people who are not looking for the key to buy that opens the door, uh, because we are providing a key, but you need to find the door, you need to know how to unlock that, that lock. All right, so you, both of you have done um, chronic care management in the past, and I know Meredith has uh, several contracts that she's working with, and Irina, you've done this with your nurse practitioners and have set them up to, to generate a lot of money, and then the two of you came together to create a course um, so that other nurses could get this information because it doesn't exist outside of really anywhere. Uh, so if, if a doctor says to the nurse, go set up a chronic care management, um, you know, what is kind of the likely scenario of that? What happens? Um, how do they figure it out? So I can tell you firsthand, like I have a group on Facebook that I just started long time ago when I, you know, really just wanted to get people interested in CCM and kind of share our knowledge. So tons of nurses, right? They're like, hi, I was just hired to run chronic care management program by this office and I'm overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what to do, where to start, what do I do? And so this is what I commonly see. Very rarely do I see comments like, I started TCM program on my own, I've learned everything and I have a question or two, which I'm sure <laughs> happens because that's what Meredith and I did. You know, we learned it on our, you know, on our own, but it took us a long time because it takes about probably a good six months to a year to really understand everything, you know, get all your paperwork in order. Um, you know, it, so it's not, um, it's not something that you can just read the manual and, and start doing, and there's no manual. So these nurses are, a lot of times they leave. A lot of nurses that I consult, they tell me like, I, I was there for a month and I'm afraid that I can't move the needle and I'm just gonna quit because I don't want them to fire me. I hear that a lot. And, and a lot of practitioners, they just feel like, oh, if, you, if you're a nurse, you know how to do chronic care management. And the truth is we do, we all take care of chronically ill patients. But when we're talking about TCM and what it is we are providing, this is a program that Medicare pay, is paying for with very specific rules and regulations. So it's not, we're not gonna teach you as a nurse what to tell your diabetic patients about diabetes or hypertension or CHF, that's chronic care, but chronic care management is what are the billing codes? What do you need to do? How do you count the minutes? What software do you use? What is the care plan? What do you need to document? Because when Medicare will come and they'll come with audit, they wanna see all of that. You can't just say, spoke with the patient about diabetes and then charge for you know 20 minutes of time. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, that, that's really, um, it, it's really good information because 
I think as well, like coming into a program or trying to do something in chronic care management is uh, a little bit intimidating. And I imagine there are quite a few hurdles to overcome before getting um, a contract. And is that something that, um, you know, you need to know a doctor in order to get something like this off the ground or, or what are some of the kind of the bigger um, obstacles that, that people run into that you guys help with? You know, um, I think it all starts with um, building those relationships. And of course, if you do have those existing relationships with physicians, you know, um, that's always a great place to start. And if you don't, um, we go through a lot of uh, marketing training and actually get you there. Um, it's not, I don't want people to think that they're going to get they're going to call the first doctor and it's going to be a yes, because, you know, there could be a lot of no's before there's a yes. I hit a lot of no's along the way, but that after that first yes, it got so much easier. Yeah. And to that point, Meredith, like, how do you manage the no's? Like, has it, you know, for somebody that's not trained in sales, um, and I know doing this from concierge nursing, like I would go in and, and hand off brochures and it was like the scariest thing in the world. Like, um, you know, to, if somebody told me to get out, like I probably would have just, you know, stopped the business altogether, but and no, nobody did. But even if they did, like, and it's not a reflection on me, but how do you help people to, um, to navigate that space where no is heard more often than yes? Well, I, I tell the nurses, let no motivate you. Let it push you harder. And in stronger. Um, no isn't the end of the world. Uh, and no is just a no. And you're just going to move on. Um, so that's the way I approach it. And that's the way I encourage the nurses to handle it. Uh, yeah, and that's powerful too. Like I like the, what you just said. Let no motivate you. And you know, I had a I had a um, a mentor one time who told me if somebody says no to me, it's because they didn't understand me. And it was my cue to like look back and say, you know, what is the message that I'm sending here? Do they not trust me? Do they not believe me? Am I not coming off as credible? What are the factors that are coming into no? Because what Irina just said about the chronic care management program. I mean, it's a no-brainer, <laughs> you know, why would anybody say no? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and we also, Katie, so many nurses, like we, um, you ask a nurse, let's say ICU nurse, like Meredith, I'll say like, Meredith, what do you do? Like, what did you do in ICU? Like things will come out of her mouth quickly. Like it's always on the tip of our tongue, you know, when we know what we're talking about, something that we love and, 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 and we have passion about. But chronic care management, because it's new, nurses usually struggle. Like, how do I explain this to the doctor? And, you know, they're going to give me 15 seconds. So we teach things like, you know, we come up with the elevator speech, which literally means like, you know, you're going to see a doctor in the elevator. You're going from, you know, level one to level five. What can you tell this doctor for him to look at you and say, you know what, fine, go ahead and make an appointment. I'll, I want to talk to you. So things like, you know, the elevator speech, would they really you know, they have to chisel down to like a paragraph of what it is that they can provide. And it's not, hey, doc, you know, Medicare is paying for this, you know, chronic care management, a doctor patient has to have two, two or more diagnoses and I can help you run it. Like you lost me. I'm like, goodbye, because I think I'm going to have to pay for your time and, and I don't have the money to do it. So we teach them how to say it in a way that you literally hook this provider and be like, oh, 
wow, I don't have to pay for it. I can get actually paid for you working with me and blah, blah. So things like elevator speech, things like the, you know, the brochure, like the marketing thing, uh, you know, when you go into the doctor's office, like, what do you leave? You know, LinkedIn profile, which is amazing and, and very helpful. And so we, we give a lot of different tips and tools. You know, we are not a marketers and we're not going to ever say that we are. We're not salespeople, but what, you know, we usually say is as a nurse, you know, we, we sell ourselves every day. Like every time you walk into a patient room, you have to sell yourself because at, you're at the patient's mercy. Patient can say, no, Katie, I'm not going to take my medications right now. I don't have, like, I, I don't want to talk to you right now. Come back in two hours. And you know that you can come back in two hours because you have six other patients. You need to get this done. So we know what to say to our patients to get them to trust us and do it. That's sales, right? Because you're selling your service because patient can say no. So as nurses, I think a lot of times we sell our as ourselves short in thinking that we're not salespeople. This, you know, sales is a bad S word. I think sales is amazing and, and you need to always sell yourself to your kids, to your significant others. I mean, everywhere, everywhere you see somebody, you smile, you know, you're basically selling your, you know, yourself to that person. So that's, you know, we teach a lot of those things and they're going to get a lot of no's. Again, I don't want people to think that this is a magic bullet where the first patient, the first doctor they're going to call, they'll say yes. Um, even my friends, like nurse practitioner friends, it took one of the NP who I know forever, it took her a year and a half to start doing um, actually RPM, remote patient monitoring, because she started CCM right away. But then a year and a half of conversations that like just, you know, back and forth, and she's finally was ready. So it's not, you know, and, and then some, it's literally one conversation. They're like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I want to do it. So it goes from first conversation to maybe 105th conversation. You don't know. So you have to pace yourself. You have to be ready that this is going to take weeks, if not months to get a first contract. Um, and, but just like everything else, like, you know, Katie, I owned, you know, a while back, I owned the Medispa. I had to put hundreds of thousands of dollars into remodeling, you know, doing everything, buying equipment opening the door marketing and then first patient came in after hundreds of thousands of dollars right and I was like celebrating well this is a business where except for paying for our course you don't need anything if you have a computer that's pretty much all you need because you don't even need a phone because you can call from your computer um, and you just need to know that it's going to take you some time to to get it up and running but you can do that while you still have you know, part-time job. We don't recommend anybody to do this with a full-time job only because if you're not going to put time into that marketing and sales and, and finding this doctor that's going to say yes to you, then you're not going to get output from it for a long, long time. Yeah. So yeah. you have to have some cushion. You have to have some money to know that it's going to take you some time to get it. But again, one thing we always forget, again, as nurses, how many doctors and nurse practitioners do we know in our network? How many people went to school with who became maybe NPs that I can contact and say, look, you know, you seeing patients, I do chronic care management. Think about all the neighbors that you have. You know, I literally, um, I think I, I told the story, I'll say that again, but one of the nurses that a long time ago, I talked to her about CCM and she wanted to do it. And she was like, I don't know anybody. I don't know any doctors. I don't know how I'm going to get whatever, whatever. And it was just a consult. You know, we talked for half an hour and that was it. And then she called me frantically. She was like, I took my son to pediatrician. As I'm talking to a pediatrician about like my passion to like, I really want to do this chronic care management. I want to leave my job. I want to do this, but I need to find a doctor who will, you know, work with me. The pediatrician is like, hey, my doc, my husband is a, I think he was a pulmonologist. And he actually mentioned to me that he, like, he wouldn't mind working with somebody to do, you know, 
he didn't really know the name of chronic care management, but he knew that Medicare is paying for it. And this pediatrician made an appointment with this nurse to see her husband, who was a doctor. So it's like, my thing is, talk about CCM to everybody. You're standing in the grocery line, you talking to people, you know somebody, it could be a pharmacist, like anybody, and then you never know where that can lead you. Um, and the only way you never, you're never going to make in this business is if you're not going to pick up the phone or you're not going to talk to people about CCM. Yeah. But if you yeah. will, then it's guaranteed at one point it's going to pay off. Yes. And th that persistence and consistency is, is vital no matter what type of business you start. And I can say I've had people on my email list for years who are finally like, oh, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to purchase now. And, you know, I'm like, it's been like three years, <laughs> but great. You know, sometimes they just need to build that relationship uh, with you. And that's really important. And, and that sales and marketing is really important. And, and you're right. Like um, that it's uh it's a skill set and i also had a mentor that you know used to talk me through like going through comfort zones right we're not we're used to sales and marketing we're just not used to labeling it that i mean if you can get a dementia patient to take their pills you can do anything so you know it's if you take that label off and just say i'm going to share this opportunity with with people and build up a relationship don't be pushy and spammy and in their face and you know buy now and, and that kind of stuff um you're right the persistence uh does wear people down uh, not wear them down. i'm thinking of a <laughs> i had a uh, a guy asked me out for like two years and i finally relented you know, this was back when I was 20 something, but um, it was his persistence. <laughs> I was just like, all right, fine, let's go on on the date. But, you know, he wore me down. But it's the same thing in sales and marketing and in chronic care. The longer you have that relationship, the more they believe and trust that you're there to help. Um, and we all know that the docs are very, very protective of their, their patients. And if they just handed them off to the first person that called them that day, you know, you should be a little suspect and just be like, well, this is way too easy. <laughs> like, um, there has to be some sort of trust, mutual trust. Um, all right, guys. So let me ask you this. If somebody, if a nurse listening to this is interested in chronic care or wants to learn more, uh, potentially join your course, like how do they find you? Um, where do they go? So I think first is they need to register for our webinar through a nursepreneur. And we're doing that on um, September 1st at 4 p.m. Uh, I know emails went out. Um, also on the LinkedIn and Facebook group, if you just um, like type in chronic care leaders, you will find Meredith and I on both LinkedIn and Facebook, um, you know, come to our groups. Um, you can find my name, Irina Koifman or Meredith Dawes, um, again, on LinkedIn. Um, it's the best way to get to us is through Facebook and LinkedIn um, because we do have websites, but it's just, it becomes too much, <laughs> too much for everybody. But I think the best would be to listen to our webinar with you, Katie, next, um, oh my gosh, actually this Wednesday, right? The first um, in two days at four o'clock where we'll be going through um, CCM more about the class and and you know what it consists of and 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 how to get started uh, but again we are you know we're here to answer questions uh we are very active on facebook and linkedin awesome well thank you guys so much for coming on today thank you very much and good luck thank to you. every nurse with any and every entrepreneurial ideas that you guys have yes good luck to you all